0: Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. I'm Michael Anderson, and my firm is Marinantha Financial. You can find me online at marinantha.com. That's M-A-R-A-N-A-N-T-H-A.com. Please go there to learn more. You can hear previous episodes and get more information about working together. Uh, There's a Start Here button. You click that, and that'll take you right to scheduling an appointment with me. We'll have a free 15-minute phone call, see where you're at, and we'll talk about where you're going. Again, that's Marinantha Financial online at Marinantha.com. M-A-R-A-N-A-N-T-H-A.com. Important disclosure we have to mention. Uh, I am a financial advisor, but I do not know your situation. So it wouldn't be wise for me to give you financial advice without knowing you. So please don't take financial advice from this program. Um, If you want financial advice, please consult a tax legal or financial professional for your specific situation. All right. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Michael Anderson and we're talking about the Big Idea Show and also the Smart People Money Show. Two podcasts I've been running for the last year. I've done over a hundred episodes uh, on the Big Idea Show and not quite a hundred, but close to it on the Smart People Money Show. There's been an evolution. Podcasting is so interesting to me to think that, you know, there's information that uh, someone may be dedicated to in terms of being an expert in that area or trying to give information that's concise or helps with sharing um, something that people may want to hear or learn more about. I love this concept and appreciate everyone for listening and joining in. Of course, it's tricky to stay consistent when you're uh, putting out information like this, but all the research says it's very important to be consistent because then people get used to hearing you and they get used to listening in. So, um, this is my foray back into being consistent, so very pleased to be doing that today. Um, we are kind of converting a few things. It will be somewhat of a financial tilt on this program uh, and and in future programs. And part of the reasoning there is that's where I have uh, spent the last decade plus of my time becoming an expert, studying, learning, helping people, understanding the theories behind finance and personal finance, but also the practical implementation piece of personal finance and helping people understand where they're at and where they should be, what concerns they have, listening and trying to be very hopeful. So um, I feel like there is something that I have to offer there. So that's what we'll talk mostly about and uh, and in different ways as well. Um, so that that's exciting. That then also we have uh, Rachel Graves is here with us today. And Rachel and I met through uh, some of her work. Uh, she was doing some work with Oxnard College and uh, and then we decided to to work together for a little bit. We said, hey, this is nice. Let's work together for a little bit longer. We'll see how it goes. So it's very nice to have Rachel Graves uh, working with me on this and, and she does wonderful work as well. Rachel, how are you today? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. How are you? <laughs> doing great. Doing great. I uh, certainly appreciate um, working with you and, and, uh, and your help and and uh, it's interesting I feel as well. I feel the same way. Yeah, it's we've talked a little bit about how we work differently, um, and there are different kind of strengths that we have and bring to the table, and uh, and and how sometimes that's nice to to you know have those complementary uh, strengths that we can you know essentially one plus one is three, so it's very nice to to do that. So I think that's cool. Um, well, what, one of the things today I wanted to talk about was. A question that I heard from a friend recently. Friend um, pinged me on Facebook, and they said, "Hey, uh, asking for a friend." And you're always suspect when you say when you say it that way. Asking for a friend, it's like, are you really asking for a friend? Are you asking for yourself? Is the question. But truthfully, um, there was there was the question came asking for a friend, forty years old, and saved thirty thousand dollars, have no debt, wondering what I should invest in. Uh, equities and my retirement. Currently, I have nothing for retirement, or should I be buying a house or buying real estate and a rental? And that was the 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 gist of the question was was simply that. And you know, there's not a lot of information there to go off of, but I'll tell you how I think about it, and then uh, I'd be interested what your thoughts are, Rachel. But um, I my so here's my thought is number one, okay, you're in your 40s. And you haven't saved for retirement yet. Um, And and in some ways, I understand that. There's just a lot of life happening. um, And and it's hard to save for retirement. But you have no debt. So that's a very good thing. And then also, you've saved this $30,000. So that could be for retirement if you want it to be. So there's a lot of good things there as far as to celebrate with that. The thing that I always think about with someone in this scenario is, number one, and that, that's the question I ask is, is there any debt that you have? Number two, what is your, your income and your expenses look like as far as your cash flow? Do you have regular money coming in where you're, you're saving a little bit extra and you're living within your means and you're saving a little extra? That's number two. And then number three, do you have somewhat of a reserve in place? And I mean, you think about life. If if the refrigerator breaks and the car has problems with the engine, you know, and you fall and break your arm, all in the same month, uh, what? Where are you going to be? How are you going to cover that? You know, are you going to have to put it on your credit card bill? Are you going to have some reserves in place? And you know, all those things are, are considerations. Uh, but it's nice to have some reserves in place for what they call an emergency fund. So. Those three things, if you can check those boxes and say you're good there, then I think it's important to look at the next level, which is, okay, what long-term assets do we want to have? And do we want to have real estate? Um, or do we want to uh, fund or overfund, um, aggressively put money into our retirement? And those are those are both kind of worthy long-term investment goals. And so uh, there's no right or wrong here. Some of it's finding best fit for where you're at in your life, but those are good considerations. So if you're going to choose real estate, all right, here we are, and it's 2020. It's been a very um, unique year in many ways, but you have to look at, uh, if you're going into real estate, you have to, number one, assess how is secure, how secure is my job? Do I have regular income that I can see will remain coming in uh, for the foreseeable future, you don't want to encumber yourself with a mortgage if there's a probable possibility with having your income be essentially changed or modified or just not stable. So that's one very strong consideration is your income uh, in terms of qualifying for the loan. They ask you about that. They don't go that far into depth with it um, as far as job security, but uh, but that's one thing you just want to be aware of. Uh, in terms of getting getting that home, and where is the real estate market at right now? You know, I live in Southern California. It's rather expensive here, and you know it 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 can have movement. And when you think about where we are in the uh, let's just say the business cycle or the economic cycle, we've had a very nice run up for the last decade in real estate prices and in equities, uh, and so you kind of, you know, it doesn't mean that things are going to come down, but you want to be sensitive toward when you're buying. And, uh, uh, I, I, I do have to say real estate's generally a very good place to be making a purchase though, because it's an asset you're going to have for a long time. You need somewhere to live and over time you pay it down. Meanwhile, the, it grows in value, uh, and, uh, at some point it, you pay it off and, uh, you're in a position where now you just have taxes and you don't have essentially, if you're renting, you don't have to, uh, you know, and your rent may go up if you're renting, but if your mortgage doesn't go up, if you have a fixed rate mortgage and eventually it goes away. So it's, it's a good asset to have long term. You need somewhere to live anyway. So that's, uh, that's something to consider. So um I guess as you can see there there starts to be lots of things you could say are pros about buying lots of things are concerns uh, also about buying um so it's not an easy decision it's it's not a black and white decision there's a lot of gray in there in terms of choosing which direction you're going to go um in terms of saving for retirement that that let's talk about that for a moment you know it, right now the market has uh, gone down a little bit this year relative to previous years and you have to say well is it going to go down more if it's going to go down more do you want to be investing now and is there a strategy to put some into investments now and as it goes down you can invest along the way as it goes down and as you're investing when the market's declining you're getting a discount you're buying on sale like going into Macy's and seeing that they have a 20% off sale, you're buying on sale. And that's a good way to look at it. Um, time horizon matters. If you're investing for your retirement and you're 40, probably not going to retire till your sixties. Uh, and and so that's a 20 year time horizon. That's a long time. We'll likely see a few more market cycles in terms of the recession and the recovery and the peak and, uh, essentially we'll see a few more of those over the next 20 years so um thinking of it that way is 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 rather interesting as well is it truly long term money um and and if it is that's a good place to go not to mention when you put money into retirement vehicles an IRA or Roth IRA uh there are some limitations in, ter- in terms of how much you can put in there but when you think about it you get something that's very special you get what they, they call pre-tax, tax-deferred. So you're putting money in. And you don't have to pay money on that. Ta- on You don't have to pay tax on that money. And essentially, or if you already have paid tax on it, you, you can get a deduction on your on your taxes. A little confusing if you've never done that before, but there's a form you fill it out, and it's, it's, it's nice to, to have that. As it grows, it grows tax-deferred. You don't pay any taxes on the growth until you take it out. So that's a nice feature as well. Um, the other option people talk about, a Roth IRA or Roth 401k. Um, and with those it's post tax, you've already paid tax, but it's also tax deferred. And then it's tax free when you take it out. So a very nice thing. I mean, you think about when you're 60 or 70 years old and you're going to be taking this money out and using it. Um, who knows what the tax rates will be at that time, but if they're higher, than they are now. Historically, we're in a very low tax environment right now. Um, but if later, 20 years from now, when you're in your 60s and you take this money out, uh, the tax rates may be much higher. And if you've had this money in a Roth IRA, Roth 401k type vehicle, uh, it's tax-free. You don't pay any taxes on it because you paid on the taxes when you put it in. So a uh, lot to think about there. Um, and, and again, weighing that decision, it's not always an easy one. You have to think about where you're at and where you're going. Um, but a lot to think about. And I'll tell you, this is the conversation and the type of conversation that makes a lot of sense for people to be having, uh, to, to just to know and to talk through some of those things, um, in terms of, should I be buying a house? Should I be buying a rental or should I be funding or overfunding my retirement. So a lot lot, of of good choices there, but a lot of things to think about. And I think it's nice, though, to walk through this process and analyze that for yourself and your own personal financial situation, just to understand that, you know, okay, you considered all the options, you've made your choice, and now you're good with it. Now you can move forward with it and feel good about the choice you made, not question if it was the wrong one. I think that's really important for people to do with all of their with all of their choices. You know, and that's when a good financial advisor comes into play. That's when a good um essentially fiduciary or a third party can help you uh just feel good about where you're at and where you're going. So, uh Rachel, I'm going to ask you what what are your thoughts on what I shared there and 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 how I kind of laid it out for the idea of someone in their 40s with 30000 no debt, deciding if they want to uh, buy a house or invest for real estate? Mm, it sounds like uh, the person who, who wants advice would have a little bit more <laughs> work to do on their part. You know, um, like come with more questions than just like, oh, what should I do with this $30,000? Um, like there's a lot that goes into that. Yeah, um, I think you're right, by the way. I think it becomes a discussion and there's a lot of, well, if then, then what? If this, then that, you know, it's not just, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like, okay, I asked the question, which stock should I buy? And I have my 30,000 and in six months, I want it to be 60,000. It doesn't really work that way. Yeah. Cause you said, you said um, that they really need to think about where they're going you know, like what, whatever their goals are financially or whatever lifestyle they want to live. Like, there's a lot that goes into that. Yeah, and it takes a lot of time as well. It's a, it's kind of a conscientious effort to say, you know, you know, I will, we do want to live in this area and we do want to establish roots here. And my job is looking this way, and I think it's going to go this way. Um, mm-hmm. or. or You know, we're more interested in retiring at this age, and we want to focus on that. And we want to start a process to to reach that goal and keep our eyes set on that target retirement age. And we're gonna we're gonna start, you know, feeding that. And it's important Mm -hmm. to whatever your goals are, and that's that's the tricky part, is you can't do everything all at once. Like you have to Mm -hmm. be somewhat conscientious. And I think people do much, much better when they pick a target, when they pick a goal to go after, you know, as opposed to saying, Mm -hmm. you know, oh, I want to buy a house and I want to retire and I want to start doing that right now. It's like, yeah, well, let's pick one and start really working toward it. And then, you know, it may not, you may not get that far in the next six months with it, but over the next five years, I think you'll make some serious progress and then we can target the next one. And it's like, if you try and go everywhere, you're nowhere, you got to pick somewhere yeah anyhow i think that was the main thing i wanted to cover today and uh, as you can see there's more to talk about it didn't you know i didn't wrap that up in a pretty bow and and uh you know and just kind of end that discussion there's (laughs) more to discuss uh but uh but that's but that's just that's the important thing with with a lot of these areas is that it becomes more tricky um you know, if there's two people involved, so if you have uh, a spouse, you and your spouse will need to, you know, be on the same page with where you're going as opposed to, you know, one spouse making all the decisions with with stuff like this. It's nice to, mm-hmm. to be on the same page. That's where things also get tricky or difficult um, in terms of doing that. Yeah, definitely. That's very um, layered. <laughs> hey there, quick note. Please be sure to check us out online, Marinantha.com. We have a monthly monthly newsletter we'd love for you to check out. Uh, we'll put you on the list. You can sign up at Marinantha.com. Each month we put out a little bit of information and also invite you to free webinar here and there. So if you would like to join that newsletter and get our information, please go to marinantha.com. I think we'll we'll stop there for today. I really appreciate you tuning in. Um, of course, you can, you can catch all of the shows, uh, the Big Idea Show and also the Smart People Money Show, the two podcasts there. We've done a number of these. You can see previous episodes, and we'll be doing them more regularly now. Uh, looking forward to that. But I'm Michael Anderson, and you can find more information at Marinantha.com. That's M-A-R-A-N-A-N-T-H-A.com. And my engineer is Rachel Graves.